You've joined me, Gretchen Alvarenga, with Educate, Fueling College Access. This podcast is all about providing strategy, tools, and real resources so you can map out your college journey. In today's episode, I'm calling all high school seniors. This podcast will review what you need to know about the free application for federal student aid, also known as the FAFSA. What I hope to give you is a general overview of FAFSA 2022-2023, steps needed to sit down to fill out the FAFSA, and lastly, specific questions I want to help you understand to complete the FAFSA um, and have a better understanding of why they matter and what information to provide. For this first episode, I wanted to highlight an important step for high school seniors to complete at this time, and that's the free application for federal student aid, which opened October 1st. I'm going to give a very simple overview of what aid you can get, and I invite parents and students to go to federalstudentaid.gov and select how financial aid works. This will give you a detailed breakdown from beginning to end, explaining just how the FAFSA works. Okay, so let's go over what funding comes from the federal government, and that's grants, work study, and student loans. Grants are free money, and with the FAFSA, can provide students with up to 6000 $495 $495 in the form of a Pell Grant. Work study, if selected as yes on your actual FAFSA application, will allow you to earn money from a college campus job. Lastly, federal student loans, which will need to be paid back in my opinion, are your last option to cover the cost of going to college. This is after you've considered federal aid, those grants and work study, as well as outside scholarships to cover the cost of going to college. While the information I'm about to provide doesn't highlight every single question on the FAFSA application, it does have you look at certain sections, hopefully in a new way, that will help prevent you from getting stuck and to better understand why these questions are asked on the application itself and offer some tips to get you through the application process. So now, how do you get into the application and what documentation will you need? You'll start with first creating an FSA ID. An FSA ID is needed for you, the student, and an FSA ID will need to be created by one of your parents. This basically verifies your identity and will stay the same for you to renew your FAFSA each and every year you apply for for federal aid. The FSA ID will require you to enter a social security number. For that reason, you will need your social security card on hand to enter not only your social security number, 
but to enter your legal name exactly as it appears on your card. So this brings me to um, the parents. Um, Because that social security number is needed um, for an FSA ID to be created, there is one and only one exception to creating an FSAD um, for a parent. Um, and that's parents that are undocumented. If your parent doesn't have a social security number, they can still move through the application and so can you. The difference is that you're gonna be sitting with your, your parent throughout the application. Um, I will be providing a resource at the end that will explain this further so please stay tuned as for all other families this will be super important to sign in to your application so create that fsad and um, know that this will help complete different sections such as integrating your tax information through the irs data retrieval tool a general rule of thumb is you may select to sit with your parents. If you're a student listening to this or parents listening to this, you can sit with your students from start to finish. You have that option as well. Um, But I want you to also know that the FAFSA has also been completed by parents who want to sign in on their own and provide certain information that applies directly to them rather than give that information to their student directly to enter it. So with that said, and now that we've created the FSA ID, I have a few other recommendations um, before you sit down and start the FAFSA. And what I feel is important is to have a true list of colleges you want to attend and select those based on schools that offer your program and degree. This will be a huge time saver if you do the work ahead of time. So how do you come up with a list of colleges? Part of preparing for colleges is selecting a set of schools that will be a good fit for you. I'm bringing this up because I've had many students I've worked with on the FAFSA that don't know which schools to select. So I wanna provide some direction Every college journey begins with exploring what you would like to do for your career or in your career. You want to think carefully about this as certain schools provide certain training and specialized programs to enter a career pathway. Be sure to search the college website and review the programs and degrees they offer. This is just a starting point in finding a good fit. But as it relates to the FAFSA, this will allow you to come up with the colleges to enter initially. And you can initially enter up to 10 schools to receive aid. Um, So make sure you're entering colleges that offer you the skills you'll need. Finding out later that a college or university doesn't offer your desired major or program will lead to having to come back to the FAFSA, make a correction or update that college list. So um, I just wanna prevent 
any unnecessary delays. So I wanted to talk to you on that. Once you've completed the steps of the FSA ID, you know what colleges you want to enter um, in your FAFSA application. My advice would be to identify a FAFSA event in your community. These are usually promoted by your high school and their purpose is to assist you with filling out your FAFSA. Part of that support is that they'll give you a detailed list of documents needed to bring with you to complete your FAFSA on the day of the events or if you have to schedule an appointment. I want to highlight just a few of the documents you'll need, um, but know that, again, if you've done the right steps, you've found an, an, an event, a FAFSA event to participate in, you're going to get much more detail but I want to highlight a few. Primarily, what I'd like to highlight is the financial information that the FAFSA will be asking for. I'm going to break up the FAFSA application in two sections. Um, for this, this purpose, as far as financial information, it's the student's information as one section and the parent information um, that you'll be filling out when you go to the FAFSA. My number one tip here is as you're filling out the application, just be sure to look at whether it's asking you for parent information or student information. And so you'll want to make sure all parent information is entered in the parent information and the student information is put into the student's information. It might seem easy, but just make sure that you're not in the wrong section. Um, you can affect your actual financial aid award and even significantly decrease it if you put your parents if you put your your parents' income in your student section by accident. Please know that both the student sections and the parent section will ask the exact same questions when it comes to income and assets. They ask this because they want to know how much money you have as they calculate what you will be eligible for. The FAFSA looks back to the prior, prior year tax forms. So that's the general rule. And so I'll give you an example for this um, FAFSA that has just opened on October 1st for the 2022-2023 application, it requires you, your income and your parents' income that was made back in 2020. So they look back. Um, so you'll want to bring that information with you, that parent tax information, to be able to fill out your application thoroughly. So the other section that has the same exact questions is the assets. These questions are actually current. So what you have, for example, one of the questions on the FAFSA asks what you currently have um, as far as checking, savings, and cash. So you'll need to bring recent bank statements. Um, my tip here is that your parent may feel comfortable giving you 
paper documentation with their bank information. Um, or you, so you'll want to bring that in to fill that section out if they're going to have you fill that out at the time of the application. However, you as a student can enter your own information that asks for that cash checking and savings. And it's as easy as getting online on your mobile device to see your account and enter that information. So again, assets are current information and you will see these questions about income and assets um, for both you, the student, and the parent. So let's get to the application itself and what I hope um, can be relayed through this podcast. Once you understand the questions on the application, the easier it will be to fill this out. The trick is to supply the information needed and ask if you have a high school counselor or a college access professional helping you, ask them questions. If you're not clear why a certain question's coming up on the FAFSA, ask that. Get to know the application because you will be filling this out each year on October 1st until you complete your degree. Financial information and why I highlighted here is so tricky to figure out. This is why people struggle with the FAFSA, but with practice and asking the right questions, you will be able to fill this out in the future on your own. After you submit the FAFSA application, so let's say you started it, you sat down, got all of the questions answered, um, I want to highlight this a very important tip because um, the FAFSA does not award you. You have to apply to the colleges that you've listed on your FAFSA. This is the only way your financial award will be processed and how you find out what exactly the college is going to award you you can then compare which colleges cover your costs and decide which school you will attend based on what you can afford. So thank you so much for listening to my very first podcast. Uh, My call to action for you all is to take that next step. Complete your FAFSA application. You can do this either on your mobile device or on a computer. Either way, the application questions will look exactly the same. If you would like to see a walkthrough line by line of the FAFSA, that means they're going to show you entering the FSA ID all the way to signing your application and submitting it. I would recommend searching YouTube. Um, The title of the video is 2022-2023 FAFSA walkthrough video in English. And it is done by the Utah College Awareness and Financial Aid Office. For those of you that want to know the exact questions and kind of answer those questions alongside that video that walks you through each and every question um, and see if there's more documentation or information you can get from your parents or yourself. um, So you have all that near you and ready to go so you can complete that go ahead and watch that video. Um, You have all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening.